Welcome to the second episode of the first season of AD Podcast, where we discuss national issues towards policy and legislative change. My name is Indicato, and I'm your host. Last last episode, the first episode, we had the great um, Richard Ali Joss, who talked on insecurity and the future of northern Nigeria. And if you have not seen it, please check our website, abujadiscourse.com, and follow that very important conversation. Today, we have somebody very special with us. He wants to only be known as a rights activist here, but he's a man who wears so many hats and has been very instrumental to, of course, the human rights movement in Nigeria, giving Nigerians a voice and proper representation, especially with issues with injustice, of course, the legislature and, legislature, and very important, or most importantly, I would say, electoral reforms. So, Today we are going to be talking about constitutional amendment and the Senate's call for memoranda. And Mr. Ario Dare Atoye, who is here with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. And he will be breaking down why this is very important and why we must all pay attention. So sometime last week, Mr. Ario, um, we all got this um, call for memoranda by the Senate and he gave two weeks notice. And inside the call for memoranda, I mostly work in the gender department, so I'm sure Absolutely. it was sent to where, you know, a group I was because of gender, because number one on the list is gender equality for women and girls. So I was so excited. And then I just went down and I saw so many things. And that's not to say that gender equality is not important, but I saw so many things that affect, you know, that would affect my future, the future of my children and their chances of survival by tribe, religion, land, all of those things. And so we're bringing this matter here today because many Nigerians do not know, and even for those who have seen, do not understand the severity of the moment. So you have seen the call for memoranda. Absolutely. um, Absolutely. I want to ask you, please, can you shed light on the urgency of the moment? Um, Indy, I I don't think there is really any urgency currently. Um, In fact, I would prefer that uh, the... Electoral amendment bill is quickly passed and uh, put behind us before we also engage with this in the sense that, look, the Senate is trying to do too many things at the same time that are of very national importance. There is no way the constitution review process will not drag on up until... uh, Let's say 2023. Usually that's always the case because Mm -hmm. in the first instance, it is not going to come as easy as it has been put out in terms of a memoranda. Um, I'm sorry, call for memoranda. I would want the National Assembly to actually, first number one is to extend the uh, timeline for people to submit uh, their various memorandum because two weeks is too short for a nation of 200 million people with 36 states of the Federation, 774 local government. Two weeks is certainly too short. We should talk about in a call that should take us nothing less than a month thereabout. So that's number one. Number two, I think that Nigerians should be circumspect of what is actually going on. Why am I saying this is that we've seen what happened in Kama with the Kama Act. We've seen what's also happening with currently the water resources bill. Now, Nigerians will definitely be wary of any further attempt to review any law, not to talk of the ground norm, which is the Constitution of the Republic of Nigeria, 1999, as amended. I welcome the idea of reviewing the Constitution because we know we don't have a perfect document. 
our own thinking ab initial had been that we should break down the entire law and have a sort of a national conference and have a constitution that is truly with the people of Federal Republic of Nigeria because what we've been doing repeatedly is amending what the military foisted on us. We had an amendment, I think, in 2010, you know, in which some uh, far-reaching uh, amendments were made. Mm -hmm. This time around, I think that I know that issue on gender are very important. I mean, gender, electoral reform, mm -hmm. issue of devolution of power, and also the contentious issue of indigenous settler, and also issue of uh, um, is the autonomy for local government and autonomy for different arm of, I mean, government. So I, I believe it's, a, it's something that we should look at deeply and critically in the days ahead without giving just the National Assembly responsibility to do CSOs, activists, individuals. And I believe that uh, that's why Abuja Discourse is doing what we're doing today so that we can look uh, the nitty-gritty of uh, this important document. document. And um, let me divert, you know, a little bit you know, from what we are talking about back to electoral amendment um, bill. If we're talking about electoral amendment, how long do you think this process is? I mean, we had some little amendments. Um, when did we get the not too young to run bill passed? And so here's another opportunity. And I, I, was, I would say, apart from how long, what are the important things you think belong in the electoral amendment bill? We will expand this conversation. I know, I know. You see, so those are two, I mean, there are about two, three things now. For mm -hmm. instance, thank you for reminding me about the not too young to run. I think the not too young to run and, some, and a few bills were part of the constitutional amendment, some mm -hmm. of the things that would definitely be, you know, added to the new constitution because the president signed some of the documents, you know, following, I mean, flowing from uh, the experience we had when the third term failed under the mm -hmm. government. Yeah. And unfortunately, it failed with a lot of beautiful amendments that were made. So, lesson learned then from yeah. by the National Assembly is that you don't put all the, I mean, all the bills together in one document, that you should approach them separately. So, each issue is on a separate bill. So, if one fails, it doesn't mean the other will fail. That was the lesson we learned. So, com coming to the electoral reform. You see, we are, we are racing to get this National Assembly to pass the Electoral Act before December 2020. Mm -hmm. The reason that we've missed out on the, the, glor I mean, on the glorious opportunity of getting this bill sorted, I mean, being strong in Edo and uh, Ondo governorship election. So if we're able to get that done this year, it means that we'll be able to practicalize some of this amendment in the coming Anambra election in 2021. Yes. And we have reasonable time, I think we have a reasonable time, you know, to carefully implement this bill, mm -hmm. right from there. And also very instructive is the fact that 2020 will be the, 20, I mean, that's 10 years since the first amendment was, I mean, this current electoral mm -hmm. act was uh, passed or put in yes. place. And that's 10 years is enough for us to have an enduring electoral, I mean, uh, reform that is, very enduring that can actually guarantee free fair credit relations. Some very important things we're talking about is for us to have all elections in one day, mm -hmm. um, to have a, a electronic transfer of results, full biometrics. Let me explain an election in one day because a lot of people have been asking. See, we want a situation where you will recall, uh, indeed, that one thing that scuttled the last amendment in the 8th National Assembly was order of election. Mm -hmm. Is it the National Assembly election that should come first? Is that of the yes, president? So this time around, we are saying that we don't even need that, you know, uh, foot and bag. Mm. Let's all have, let's have all elections we want. For instance, the entire mm -hmm. United States of America today is looking 
forward to November 3. Let us also have something symbolic. The Nigerian will be looking forward to either the first Saturday or in the month of February every four years or the second Saturday in the month of February every four years and just one day for our election and we are sorted. This will reduce logistics costs. This is the common sense. Absolutely, absolutely. The, look, you know that between always before the first date of our election to the second date, mm -hmm. all economic activities are usually paralyzed. Yes. Everything becomes so political mm -hmm. to the extent that everything actually suffers. So we are doing all of this. And why this aspect is also very important in what we are discussing today mm -hmm. in terms of the constitution is that it is only in the ground norm, which is the constitution, that we can actually talk about uh, the issue of INEC. Mm -hmm. That's leadership. Because in contention is also the, is the fact that we should review who actually appoints the INEC chairman? You know, the, the popular always committee report, yes. you know, you know, talks so much about the need for us to review that aspect. And this is another opportunity for us to look at it. The president can no longer be the one. We don't want that to in the way and manner we're appointing the chairman yes. of INEC, we need to review that. We need to review issue around qualifications mm -hmm. of uh, people contesting for elections. So these are some of the aspect of amendment that would definitely be seeking, including issue of uh, um, probably the tribunal, because I know some lawyers have raised concerns about the way Amana election petition tribunals, you know, cases are, you know, prosecuted. So yeah. I believe that in the days ahead, there will be a lot of issues. The only thing is just that I think if I can appeal to uh, Abuja discourse, I think if people would like, I'd like to put out a statement to who also do that on our part, asking National Assembly to extend the time frame okay. for the submission of, of, memoranda. of memoranda. Two weeks is just too short, too you short. know, for the entire okay. This is not just another bill. We are talking mm -hmm. about the Constitution of Federal Republic of Nigeria. It must be a serious process. And we can't just do that, you know, in two weeks. So I, I believe that this is very, very instructive, mm -hmm. and including some other very uh, items. I believe that probably maybe when you mention some of those items, we can still yes, discuss we'll them get further. To it. So, um, be before we get to the other items, because this is item seven actually, electoral reforms, and the time you have spent and you know rightly spent discussing this and breaking it down shows that truly these things should not be all crammed up and we are all talking Absolutely. about them. So I feel like they're just we're being stuffed and it's it's we don't have these are all very important issues that should have their own time and we are here trying to run against the clock for all of them on that line items and i understand your point especially after you've had to explain absolutely uh, explain electoral reforms so for something so important that will affect the lives and future in fact determine the future of nigeria why hasn't been why has it not been publicized on the level the call for memoranda the issue around electoral reforms why i think that there's enough budget in the National Assembly, for example, with our reps who are there to ensure, they're not just there for constituency projects, they're there to ensure that, look, these things, they represent us very well in these issues. Why has there not been a push to publicize this issue to the point where Nigerians, you know, the average person, you know, it becomes, there are some topics that will come up, for example, that even in church, we hear a pastor talking about it. Why hasn't it been publicized to that well, Thank you. Thank you very much. And I think that's how, I think we need to break this down. Hmm. I think there's a failure on the part of the National Assembly. Hmm. The problem is not issue of money. From, from what I heard, I think there is a one billion budget for this wow. amendment. Now, what that means For this is amendment? That, yes. There is a, it's usually a ritual 
that they will have lots of provision for that in every mm-hmm. session. That's why you see they're always rushing to do it, yeah. you know, because there's the money uh, to be spent, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. for this process. So, number one thing is that where they made a mistake is this. First, before even calling for memorandum, there should have been a meeting with stakeholders. Mm-hmm. There should have been to put the country in the mood that, will, you know, yes. we are coming. I know that there was a time they announced a 55-man um, committee that mm-hmm. is going to spearhead this amendment. Mm-hmm. But however, the coronavirus pandemic happened. So a lot of Nigerians had forgotten about it. Yeah. Now, it just came from the blue, from nowhere, you know, saying that... In the that, middle of all this. Absolutely. The pandemic is still on. And you're saying that on. we just have to go and be talking about, you know, a constitutional amendment yeah. and I mean, review. And at the same time, you know, you are saying you are giving people two weeks. You know, that's an indication that they already have a mindset. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a mindset, probably they have some documents and they believe that with documents they have, they can always proceed to do whatever they, they, want they like. Yeah. First, let's get this clear. I mean, clearly, look, all the items listed, that, those, I mean, this is not the way to actually review a constitution. If you are going to list this entire number of items, mm-hmm. it is better for the country to go uh, for what you call a national conference. Mm-hmm. The National Assembly, anytime the National Assembly wants to win, it's usually one or two items. Now we're talking about almost 14 or there are about mm-hmm. items. Mm-hmm. If I'm yes. 13. 13, yeah, about, 13 about 13 items. You want to have every critical item. Critical item. It's as good as reviewing the entire constitution. Mm-hmm. The National Assembly doesn't have the power to do that. Do that yeah. The National Assembly should not, if you want to break down the entire constitution, because one thing that all these 13 items cover almost the entire constitution, yes. let us have our people's conference for us to review it. If it is about one item, two items, you know, we can mm-hmm. say, yes, the National Assembly, you know, can actually take this headlong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but now we're talking about 10, 12, 13 mm-hmm. items. Mm-hmm. What that means is that the National Assembly is trying actually to use up, mm-hmm. you know, the role of the people. They said they are representative of the people, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to constitution, it's a different, it's a different ball of game. Yeah. You know, so I, I believe that um, I think what we should do going forward is that to continue to agitate and the CSO should come together on this constitution, uh, I mean, this review that yeah. uh, we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Let them start engaging the National Assembly, put out a statement. First, mm-hmm. number one, the time is too short. Number two, look, why can't we convene? Probably if it's going to have a national conference. I know we have a document from the Jonathan administration. Yes, now, I was going to come because, to that. Look, but, but, you know, my, my worry is, the current administration don't want to really make do with the Jonathan Stockman. The government yes. has been distancing been itself no from that. Yes. But if, for instance, the National Assembly had said that, look, let us get the Jonathan's government and, uh, document mm-hmm. and also make it public. This is this document. People should read it again and, you know, saturate it everywhere and now say, look, we have, I mean, and, 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 I mean, make available, you know, I mean, the document then come up with, um, what do you call it, an announcement that probably we should, for the, in the next one month or two months, let us have, um, what do you call it, your memoranda, you know, in addition to what we have. That would have been, do you understand, yeah. very clear enough that at least there is something from a national conference. Because you can't review this number of items without having a national conference. So if you are not making do with the Jonathan's government, yeah. document, then you have to convey your own national conference to be able to look at this. Because, look, Nigeria, these are very sensitive issues. issues a lot yes. of things are going to come out of this. And, look, it could unsettle the country. You know, for instance, I was on, on the TV program yesterday, and we are talking about the water resources bill. Mm-hmm. You need to see the provisions oh, in the water terrible, resources yeah. bill. Indeed, there is a lot of problem going on. And this time around, 
any attempt to review any billing, especially the constitution, Nigerians are really, really going to, you know, be around looking for almost every word, you know, you in need, that yes. document because but, you never can tell of what can happen. Yes. And I mean, I, I do want to thank people like you who pay attention, who pay attention to these things and help us, you know, dumb it down for the rest of us. Because this water resources bill, if you have not people who like comb through these issues and just see it and just scream immediately and try to make people understand, these things will pass without people knowing absolutely, what it is. So we have, and I think that we need to create another avenue for, you know, discussing the water resources bill, the karma bill. These absolutely. are all, you know, issues on this. So the, the, the next thing I'm going to do is quickly because uh, we're, you know, we, we do not have enough time, but quickly I'm going to try to call out important parts of the memorandum absolutely. and we'll see how you can explain it absolutely. quickly to absolutely. people absolutely. what that entails. So number two is the federal structure and power devolution. What, what is yeah, it? That's restructuring in a nutshell. Yeah. You know, they don't want to call it restructuring and they don't want to go it in the way the people of southern Nigeria, Middle Belt, have been calling, yeah. but they want to go it in a very piecemeal manner. Whichever mm -hmm. way, I think, well, if we're able to get certain items, you know, mm -hmm. sorted out, it, we expand the capacity of the country to restructure in a way, but we still not achieve the main idea of restructuring. restructuring. So devolution of power is a welcome development, development. and I think we should. Okay, so let me, let, let's put it like this. Can you explain devolution of power or restructuring to the Niger statesman or the... Kogi statesman, yes. Yeah, you see, basically the only way you can exp I mean, explain to a Kogi or Niger statesman is that the president trying to cede some of the powers in the, I mean, the, in the exclusive list. Mm -hmm. There are powers that are exclusive, I mean, to the president, mm -hmm. I mean, so certain functions. For instance, um, people are talking about issue of power generation, which is, mm -hmm. I think, is on exclusive list. Mm -hmm. People are saying, okay, bring it on the concurrent list so that the state governors can also, number two is for instance, state police. I mean, the issue of policing, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. people of Niger, Kogi, are, mm -hmm. are facing a lot of insecurity. What that says is that in terms of devolution of power is that they are, they are, you have an opportunity to create your own state police to be able to, you know, secure your own self. So mm -hmm. there are several things that you can actually look, also in terms of having more money also to the federating unit. Yeah, it's also yeah. part of the process that we're talking about devolution of power. So it is in this little context, I think the common man can actually understand what devolution of, of power, power means. Is. It means that to devolve power more to the federating unit, that's the than state. The from the, yes, from Abuja, the center. one person controlling Absolutely. Everything. We don't like this over-bloated center where Abuja is present in the 36th mm -hmm. state of the federation. No, it's not done. Abuja it should be limited yes, to yes. defense. Abuja should be limited mm -hmm. to some critical interventions, yes. you know, such that the way it is done in other climes. And look, look a minister will be turning 36th of the federation to come on. There's no need for, yes. So, um, number four, quickly, public revenue, fiscal federalism, and revenue allocation. Yeah, I think I've marked that yes, into the, in the, in the devolution yeah. of power. In terms of revenue, what that means is that, for instance, Abuja is getting the largest share. Mm -hmm. um, there will be agitation for the state. You actually have more. The state and local government should actually have more, mm -hmm. really, in terms of Abuja should always be looking for how to get money and share to state because Abuja don't really have anywhere beyond the FCT. The FCT so yes. the idea of you know wants to be a father Christmas, I mean, want to be <laughs> yeah. the one you know overseeing a kind of, yes. of a godfather. Mm -hmm. what, what we do is a godfather presidential system, system that we yes. which is not doable. So in terms of our revenue, and also some people are also conversing for the fact that look, let people generate money and contribute a little to the center and probably some certain thing that people will receive maybe issue of uh, resource control and some other things like that. Yes, yes. Okay. So, um, 
I would go to, yes, very important, number five, Nigerian police and Nigerian security architecture. Yes, that's state police. I think I tried to you, explain you that. Yes, absolutely. All of these are actually no, they are all, is it, when you talked about, that's why I said that the people who listed these things, they would have listed, they could have listed it under five items mm -hmm. or six, no more than six items. Mm -hmm. Devolution of power. Is the power of the is the power of the president over mm -hmm. the police over the mm -hmm. IG of police? If you go to devolve power, it means that you can also devolve security. So these are some of the things that um, are very important that Nigerians would definitely want to you know see. Uh, okay, so we have we've talked about um, number seven electoral reforms yes. already. So I would jump to state creation. Absolutely. Let me use my side. I mean, I'm from Southern Kaduna. Since before I was born, our people have been agitating for Gurara State. And do we need more states? It's, especially, I, I remember talking to an elder in, in the MBF, right, and the Middlebelt Forum, and he, he expressed some concerns. He was like, oh, the South are fighting for um, restructuring. And when you people, when we, you get, when I use Nigerian lingo, you people, when you get restructuring, it will be, you know, the former regions you want it to go back to. But then you have people in the middle belt who want autonomy too, and it's like there's no room for that. So when you hear middle belt people talking, they are talking about state creation. So you would see people southern Borno, southern the southern Kaduna, you know, wanting more states. And what do you think about state creation? Well, this is I think we're in the in the middle of uh, this very serious concern. I believe that this country has not been fair to the minorities mm -hmm. in terms of that, talking about the, the major ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the only exception was in the last 20 years there about when we have uh, President Jonathan, who is yes. actually from But we Georgia. all saw how that happened. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, they didn't allow him to spend beyond yes. 2015. And mm -hmm. look, the young man had eight years. The other man is actually going for his eight mm -hmm. years. But the only minority in between, they said, look, everybody ganged up against, against that yeah. minority. The same thing is going on in, in the in the north. Look mm -hmm. at what's going on in Kaduna, going on in Plateau, going going on in different parts of no, the north. Yeah. I think that look, I support more state creation mm -hmm. if that will give the people of Southern Kaduna, you know, their own identity. Yeah. Because for instance, I have seen a deliberate political encroachment and trying to redefine you know, what I call demographic reconfiguration of the people of Southern Kaduna, where some people want to annex their land, want to deface them, want to take them out of political record. For instance, for the first time in 20 years, this is the time the Southern Kaduna man is neither as a Christian, because one thing, again, we have to sort out is that there, it is the, the federal character principle did not yeah. really limit issue of, you know, the, our fault lines to um, ethnicity alone, but mm -hmm. it talks also about religion. Mm -hmm. So that's why some people have been mischievous about what's going on in Southern Kaduna when they will say the current deputy government is actually from Southern Kaduna. No, that is not the nomenclature. The nomenclature is that you get a Christian from the south of Kaduna and a Muslim from the north of, of Kaduna, Kaduna because these are the north is predominantly a Muslim base, the mm -hmm. south is predominantly a Christian base. Mm -hmm. So, but what do we have today for the first time under the current government as you verify? A Christian is nowhere to be found in Southern Kaduna, either as a deputy governor, either as a minister, either as a speaker. That is too bad, you know, for a nation, I mean, for a state that wants to bring everybody together. So, to that extent, you should expect that there should be agitation for Gurara State in Southern Kaduna. There should be agitation also across board. If we can make do with, look, Nigeria is about 200 million. 
-hmm. America is three, about 350 million yeah, population. Yeah. There are 50 states plus some of the territories. Yes. Yo, so if Nigerian can have 40 states, it's not a bad idea. We can see, we can see. I mean, as long as, if we're, if we're going to do more states, we have to come back to the issue of the evolution of power. Absolutely. And this state being able to survive. Yeah, the concern of people is that one, number one, survivor, and the fact that having more states, like let's say four more states, would mean that there will be more politicians to be catered to. There are a lot of more stealing, more corruption. Okay. People are saying, but when you are when you look at it from another angle too, it's you know it's also instructed that we also have more state because yes. of some people want to have their own identity, they want to have security, they want to protect yes. themselves. For yes. instance, if the Southern Kaduna has a governor now. Mm -hmm. There is nobody who come to their state who want to encroach into their mm -hmm. land. They want to defend the integrity of their own state. Mm -hmm. So that's that's this is part of the reasons why we believe. Because if you don't have more state, is it going to go back to regionalism? And if you go back to regionalism, the minorities will be swallowed in this yeah. you know big, very big arrangement. So yeah. I believe that for justice, for for equity, mm -hmm. and I think that the agitation are well placed, not misplaced. Okay. Thank you so much, Mr. Ario Dariatoye. And um, we have come to the end of this, actually. I wish we didn't have to come to the end. But do you have any final words? On yes, I, I think my final word is that Nigerians should not lose sleep over you know, the, the attempts you know, to, in a way, undermine the country through some legislation. Mm -hmm. We should engage the process. We should, I, I believe that we should be at a large because uh, they say eternal vigilance is the price of liberty. Mm -hmm. The Water Resources Bill don't allow it to pass. Mm -hmm. um, the Constitution Review, we have to engage it frontally, every section, every aspect of it. And if possible, let us go for probably another national conference. If you're not going to make do with the Jonathan's conference, we can't trust the you know, I, I was going to say that process is so expensive. Then I remember that we have one billion with the national. Ah, so, no, no, no. The, the, you yeah, it's, it's quite, you it's, can no, shift here. It's quite expensive. Mm. Indeed, it's quite expensive because I know what the Jonathan government spent on that. But I think probably the call should be that worry. I mean, the the. the Ninth National Assembly should go call for that report, and with our memoranda, I think we can have okay. a better constitution. But Nigerians must ensure that look some. You know, foreign and obnoxious sections, clauses are not inserted into this. So we, we must document. all pay attention. Absolutely. And most importantly, let us not forget we need more women in power in political Yes, please. Gender. In terms of the gender issue. Gender because I'm, I'm yes. a pro more women in government. Women have a lot to offer in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. That's why we're supporting Okunjangwela for WTO. Absolutely. So we want to see in the next 10 years, I mean, the next two elections, we want to have a woman governor want to have more women speaker, want to have a woman vice president if possible. Mm -hmm. So these are some of the things that to continue to, what you call it, strengthen the capacity of our of the girl child and our women. Thank you so much, Mr. Rio Dario Toye. So we have come to the, to the end of our second episode on AD Podcasts, on series one or season one of AD Podcasts. My name is Indikato. I'm the ED of the Hidari Foundation. And see you next week. So you can also go to abujadiscourse.com from Wednesday, 2nd September, to follow the conversation on our podcast. Um, subscribe to our podcast. We're on Anchor FM, on R R RSS, I think. RRS or RSS. We'll check all that, and you'll see all of that in the comment section. And please like and subscribe to our page. Thank you so much. Till next time, this remains AD Podcast from Abuja Discourse. Thank you.